brand new song I just wrote called Don't Trust Them New Niggas Over There. Sing along if you know the words. <laughs> Don't trust them new niggas over there. Leaving they nigger essence in the air. Them happy Nappy-head niggas with the fingers on the trigger. Don't trust them new niggas over there. Don't trust them big nostrils over yonder. To suck up so much air, it'll make you wonder. Don't trust them new niggas with their spotty little nigger figures. Don't trust them new niggas over there. <laughs> I think the N-word is okay as long as they say it. What up, dog? What's happening? What's happening, folks? Episode eighty-four, IOW Sports. Right, right, right. Monday show. Of course, I am your host, Juan Carmar. You know who that guy is over there, over there yonder. Don't trust him, dog. Yeah, don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell made you have an Uncle Ruckus moment hey, and put that on the show. <laughs> I laugh, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, Lord, I wonder who's freaking out. Over No, we appreciate everybody for the love and support uh, right, watching right. the show. Um, let's get all the preliminary shit out the way. Y'all see mail is already on this Uncle Ruckus moment, so anything can... <laughs> Literally come out of his mouth for any second. So going over to the website, www.iopthewonder19.com. Right. Website to get all the information that you need of every last social media platform that you're associated on. Of course, the Patreon is on there. If you want to donate, help Detroit Mail and myself offset some of these expenses to help build a media conglomerate that we are on the track of building. Hey, I'm telling you, if you feel it in your spirit, go ahead, drop something in the collection plate. You did. Uh, of course, on the website, uh, the link is there where you can get all the merch. You know, I'm rocking the IOW Spurs uh, uh, bird. Oh, you see, man, got the got the hoodie on. So we we in full representation. Of the my tight shoes. How we doing? 
<laughs> of course, uh, our sister podcast, I have the Wonder podcast, merch is on there as well. And then uh, the J. Edward collection is on there as well. Get right, 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 right. Merch. Get some of that merch. Um, most importantly, going on to your respective app stores, if you are a Google Android user like myself, go ahead and get the IOW network app in the Google Play Store. If you're at Apple iOS using like mail, go to the Apple Store. Right. The IOW network app is up there. A lot of great content on there from a uh, you know uh, independent and, and mainstream artists that is going on there. Uh, uh, don't the fans and, and CLB don't don't be going on. We ain't got that mess on there. We ain't got no Donda. <laughs> we ain't got I no. Uh, to I can't add that. To, I can't add this. Yeah, you know, we ain't got no certified lover boy on there either. Don't, <laughs> don't don't even go looking for it. Uh, they ain't on there. Uh, but we do got a lot of great uh, music from independent and mainstream artists right. and uh, various amounts of different types of podcasts that we got on there. Like Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If right. you are a fan of Wrestling in the Three Hills podcast, is on the, on the network. Um, Airs Paradoxica, mm-hmm. White of All, uh, L. Jeffrey Moore Presents. Right, right. Uh, I mean, Name it. We got a podcast for all different types of needs on there and music. I'm telling you, great app. So definitely go check that out. But let's get down to the nitty gritty. What we all came here to do. We came here to talk some sports, dog. And you know, uh, we kind of talked about uh, Naomi Osaka back in uh, in May when she, uh, you know, didn't want to really talk to the media at the French mm-hmm. Open, and then uh, you know, at the U.S. Open, uh, got eliminated and uh, had had a very emotional. A press conference, um, man. I don't, you know, as a as a person, you know, you hate to see a person just, uh, you know, not happy. <laughs> you know, right, right, right. that was that's the best way to put it. Uh, if you if you looked at that press conference, you just looked at a person that's just like, I am, I am defeated. I don't know what to do. Uh, you, you know, you you fell for it. Um, uh, in, in that instance, and we, you know, we've been big on, you know, uh, the show, and uh, I often on the podcast about, you know, mental health, mental uh, stability, and things like that. And uh, you know, one thing that caught my my ears, male, is when Naomi said, "When I win, I feel relieved." She didn't mm-hmm. say joy or happiness. She said, "I feel relieved," and when mm-hmm. I lose, I feel sad. And I don't know if this is normal. That you know that was that was pretty telling to me of, of where she's at mentally, right? You know, uh, uh, and I'm just like, whoa! I'm like, I feel whoa. the same way, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, and 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 I thought about how I, you know, what I love to do. I love to cook, and right. I know when I when I lose love for what I do, I know I got to change something. Mm-hmm. And maybe Naomi's in that spot right now. And, and it's not saying leave what you love forever. It just means I just need to take a moment. Take a break. And, and take a break. Take a time out. Recharge. Reevaluate. Rethink. A lot of read. <laughs> you know, a lot right. of read. Right. You know, like, I got I to gotta read everything. <laughs> uh, I, need, I, need to, I need to re-up. <laughs> oh, well, oh, oh, we talking about something oh, different. Yeah, I already <laughs> did that. No worries. No worries. I always stay on that. So, uh. No, but you know, here here's the thing, man. You know, since you said since you brought up the cooking part, mm-hmm. um, if she means in the terms of, let's say it like this, you know, 
I plan my movie. Yeah, well, I'm gonna make you know, you get you know, you in the you putting everything together and you rushing to get you know, you rushing to get it out, you cooking everything, but boom, boom, then once it's mm-hmm. finally out, you like, or you get that first customer and they come back and say, That was delicious, you know, you get that that relieve. So, I understand it from that perspective yeah. because you know, even though you can be confident in what you're doing, you're still waiting to hear, okay. That, that first person say, that was good. You know what I'm saying? You won't mm-hmm. wait to hear that, and I give you that sigh of relief because up until you hear that, you're not kind of sure. When you taste it, and you know, you're sure what you've done, but you're not really sure until you hear that, that was good. And so I can understand from that perspective, or on the other side, you feel confident about it, and somebody say, ah, I, could, I didn't really like that. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, dang, you know, you go back to the drawing board. So I understand it from that perspective, but in in her case, because of other things we see, it, it's a little deeper than that. And I think so. The normal part is you do feel that side relief when you in your craft, yeah. and once you finish accomplishing what you accomplish, you feel that side of relief. But when it comes to a point where it becomes debilitating, then that's where it's not normal. Yeah, and, and and I think one of the words that I really picked up on is when she says she's winning. Man, now, you know, we both play sports. When we win, you get a certain amount of joy. You get a certain amount of, you right. know, uh, 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 an emotion that, that only winning can bring you. Mm-hmm. And so when she says, I just feel relieved, like like no joy, no no happiness, no, no anything, like right. just – Saying, 
yes, you got coaches. Yeah, you got, you know, people, trainers and stuff like that. But I'm talking about when it comes to performing, to, to win or lose is 100% based on you. And, you know, Sloan Stevens even came out and said, you know, she's dealing with, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, going at her uh, uh, on Instagram and Facebook, you know, being on social media. And and I think that's another thing that's, you know, most athletes aren't dealing with now that they didn't have to deal with about 10, 15 yeah, years that's ago. That's a new thing now where your, your, the people who watch you get direct access to you. Direct access, yeah. You know, through social media. So, yeah, it's a little different where, you know, unless you actually at the stadium, on the field, on the court, wherever, you don't really hear it from your fan, fans. Mm -hmm. But now with social media, you know, once you start your account and you make it public, they can just get at you in your DMs and get at you, you know what I'm saying, on your timeline, whatever. And it's a little different because now, you know, then plus on top of that, you know, that anonymity, can't get the word out. <laughs> Without the knowing who you are. Yeah. We just, Being anonymous define, yeah. We, we just define the word. <laughs> yeah. Without the knowing who you are, you know what I'm saying? They get a little bolder. Things mm -hmm. they might not say to your face. They're the same. And, and they ain't got to be in the same same area as you. They right. could be halfway across the world. Right. They can, you know, all they got to do is have some type of internet access and, and, mm -hmm. and an account. <laughs> yep, and they just get at you. So, yeah, so that in that case, it is a little different, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people and people get a little bolder. With them getting a little bolder, they're going to say some stuff you wouldn't normally hear if it was just at the stadium. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it makes it a little different. And, and I kind of wonder... And I'm not gonna get too far into something I want to say for the I often wonder station channel um podcast, whatever. Um is that something new? What I mean by that? Is that something new? Cause now you hear a lot of people in general, not just athletes, yeah. how they suffer for anxiety mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um I mean you heard people saying it back in the day, but it seemed like it seemed like they were more of it. And I can, and like I said, I can go back to the comment about social media and stuff like that. Now we have more access to more information. Maybe just it seems like we hear more. It's always been there, uh -huh. but now it's just like you know, you got that social media constantly talking about it. I don't know, but to me, it seemed like we didn't hear a lot of athletes and people in general talking how they suffer from anxiety and stuff like that. So I want that just something new. Well, I mean, if you really think about it, look look at how back in the days, like what mid eighties, early nineties, uh, they didn't even really want to diagnose what ADHD and, and bipolar yeah. and shit like that, right? You know, um, so I guess it's one of those things that uh, uh, you have to, I, I guess, learn all the tendencies or the or do the research on on what exactly are the causes, um, and you know, and I guess come up with a certain uh, uh, you know, en enough information over a certain amount of period, over a certain amount of cases. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I mean, it does seem like is 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 you know, anxiety is part of that 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 new wave of of a different form of, of mental disability. I, right. I mean, it, it just seems like it's trending that way. And I'm not trying to say trend as in you know, trending to be what's what's on right. the new or what's cool, but right. it, I mean, it's cool to be crazy. 
Well, but no, but I mean, uh, look at some of these, uh, especially when, it, you know, since we're sports show, we're talking about some of these athletes that are really speaking about, um, you know, the, the mental dis- uh, uh, mental part or the anxiety. I mean, they're all dealing with high pressure situations that not every normal person is going to be able to deal with, especially if you're an introvert and you're on such a high profile stage. Um, you're putting into a, a pretty much a vacuum where it's, you know, focused strictly on you at certain points of the time. And if you're playing a sport like golf or tennis, it's strictly on you. You know, right. uh, uh, I've been hearing golfers lately saying the same thing about, you know, certain different um, um, dealing with mental uh, 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 situations, you know, related to anxiety, high pressure, you know, similar, similar situations. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, honestly, you know, it, it is what it is. And, and people, they're going to they're gonna react to certain, you know, situations uh, differently. You know, right. me, me personally, I love pressure. You know, I, I, I perform the best when I, when I have, you know, when I feel like my back is against the wall and I, and I feel like I got to, you know, perform. You know, right. I, I, I just, I, I just do. I bask in pressure. So pressure mm-hmm. either, you know, either the if, if, you know the old saying, either the first pipes or, or make diamonds. You know, right. I, I, I rather shine or, like one. Or make babies. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, some pipe burst. <laughs> <Just there. laughs> Better watch that snake spit. <laughs> I mean, but look, uh, you know. You know, we you would never uh, hear us say you know what's right or wrong for an individual, what they need to do. Uh, but it sounds like uh, the way she was talking in that interview, I think she's going to be waiting for a high little minute. So she need um, to take a break, and, and, a and it's okay. Yeah, she didn't need to get a mental. Got to take a break because you know she. I mean, she going through that like you know off of that man. You know, <clears throat> she she got she young man. She just really starting a career. So she may have several more defeats. And 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 I never really thought about it. And this is probably, you know, more geared towards, you know, our other podcasts off the wonder. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, she she's dealing with certain pressures that you know, probably most women might not have to deal with being right. on such a high profile stage. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I never looked at it this way, you know, uh, what pressure is there? I mean, she was just dealing with you know, she's been very active with, with social justice issues, but right. then again, she's you know also uh, received a you know with you being uh, very stronghold and open about social justice, you're going to get people that's going to be with you, going to get people that's going to be against, against you. you, right? And then you know you got people like Umar Johnson that's always been critical of well, what's your true representation? Are you just mm-hmm. representing your Japanese side, or you just are you going to ever represent your Haitian side? That comes with another pressure as well. I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. So you had I mean, that. I think with any kind of um, mixed, you know, mixed child, mm-hmm. they're going to have that that pressure. And if their parents don't really, and it's not, uh, let me say this before we get down that road. I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't do that for another show, but if their parents don't really express it, you know, whether you should say this, uh, I mean, or you should claim one side or the other, then you know it's really like hard for them to really, you know, understand that. Understand what should I do with that? And mm-hmm. I think, you know, it, it comes a, 
it becomes a tricky dynamic when you have a when you have black mixed in with you because of the pressures of being black. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think like and the other dynamics that goes with being black. And I think when you have those pressures and you have something else, another nationality mixed with you, it becomes it's a difficult thing because you know when certain issues pop up, you have people on the black side giving you pressure, mm-hmm. and you may have people on the other side giving you pressure. Oh, you ain't you know saying you ain't black, you such and such, or yeah, you know, or you have people like Tiger Woods who make us something totally different. Yeah. Now I'm cabin cabin Asian, whatever you say it was. He's a cabin Asian. <laughs> yeah, <there> you say. <laughs> but but you know, yeah, and, 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 yeah and, and I'm not trying to you know, like I said, th- throw and take the show that direction. I'm just saying I, that might be another factor that might be playing on the certain pressures and certain mental instability that's going on with her right, right now. Yeah, that's something, that you, that's something that you have to deal with, bro. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and, and just like how Slow Stevens was, you know, sharing her experiences of, of just being pretty much cyber bullied by, you know, people that she doesn't know who, you know, outrageous fans or, uh, uh, yeah. you know, so, you know, that's that's just a new thing that these athletes are dealing with nowadays. Like this is this is 2021. Social media has been taken over for almost what the last what eight, nine years. social media or social being socially active and being able to reach someone it's just going bananas Mm -hmm. (laughs) it wasn't like that what mid-2000s like that right it wasn't wasn't like that in 90s 80s 70s correct you know what i'm saying there's there's only so much pressure that you're going to deal with media wise back in those days you know it's, it's it's another monster I mean, it, it really is when you're talking about just having access to these, you know, high-profile individuals. Right. But I agree. Know, but, hey, like, look, and I got to pay double out because you, at some point you do know that this is part of of, of what, what comes with what you love to do, especially mm-hmm. once you get to that level of the highest level. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like at some point you have to realize that that's going to be part of it. And at one point, do I mentally prepare myself? Do I, you know, uh, you know, make sure that, you know, my mental is balanced, right? That I can handle all this shit. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, like you can't be like oblivious to this. (laughs) <laughs> no, and and that's what I'm saying. I gotta play devil's advocate. You 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 have to know that this is this is part of it. Like there's right. there's there's going to be people that's going to say stuff that you're not going to agree with, and and, and you you know uh, find a way to not let those words hurt you. I, I guess I don't know. Uh, depending on, of course, what they say. You know, sometimes you know I'm you know this time where. Somebody might say a right word to me. I'm ready to throw fits, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not here to judge her. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, you're still dealing with human elements, human emotions, human anatomy, and all that. Human everything. So, right. I, I, like I said, man, like something like that. <laughs> it's always about balance. I'm a, I'm, I'm a key. I think I'm a, you know, always about having balance. And mm-hmm. I think that's a key part of anything you do. She, you know, so she needs to find out 
how to achieve balance in her life when it comes to her career and her personal life. Jesus, you know, you don't smoke a blunt with your boy. <laughs> we'd be all right. <laughs> that, that, I, think that's, I think that's the biggest thing, you know. When you oh, I, I thought you was about to say that's the biggest solution. She might need to smoke a burn. <laughs> you know, I was gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, but I, it, it worked for me when when I'm feeling down, <laughs> and I'm feeling low. Ain't nothing better than to pick me up, and I like that cigarette low. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, even with versus, even with that, you know that. Whatever you need to do, do it to achieve balance. To yeah. achieve, and you know, if her mental is, she feel her mental is messed up. She need to talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. You know, get you some professional help, and and figure out how to achieve balance. Because unless you plan on saying, "Hey, I'm I'm through with tennis for for good," yeah, gonna, it's gonna keep coming back. Yeah, she want to go out there tooting the booty to make her feel better. Go ahead, you know what I'm saying. Well, yeah. <laughs> Mel, like, well, come on over this way. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> I can't. Osaka off. <laughs> Sir? Huh? The thoughts and views of Detroit <laughs> are his and only his, a true representation of him and only him. <laughs> His thoughts and feelings and anything that comes out of his mouth is not a hundred percent true representation of IOW sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but look, shout out Naomi. Always go take care of your mental. Right, uh, take care look, of your mental health. Look, look, look to that's me, important. that's a mo- that, that's the most important muscle in your body mm-hmm. is, is your brain, your mental. So, right, if, if that ain't right, there's probably a lot of other stuff that ain't right. So, start with that one. Uh, but anyway, of course, it's Labor Day. Um, mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. of course, we're up here working, but it's okay. It's we love right. what we do, yeah. But a uh, big Labor Day weekend, full of college football, whole bunch of college football. I mean, I mean, whole bunch. Yeah. but hey, some good matchups that, that that start off the weekend and mm-hmm. it started off Thursday. You know, uh, the team down south, which y'all call it uh, uh, over there. Um, uh, you Michiganites. Uh, what do y'all call them? Michi- Michiganians? Michiganders. Michiganders? Yeah. How, the hell, how the hell y'all got Michiganders? Nigga, just keep talking. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all gandering at? Huh? That booty over there. See, I see. Oh, oh my bad. Hey, you I didn't even man. shut that. I didn't even shut that. Knock him down. Knock him down. I didn't even, down. Down. <laughs> <laughs> I should, I even set your ass up like that. That, that was my bad. My bad, y'all. Yeah. Hey, over there. <laughs> <laughs> Michiganders, though? Yeah. Like, Michiganites? Michiganians? I think Michiganians sounds high. Michiganians? No. Right, you go with it. Anyway. I mean, you guys got a glimpse at your rival down south, uh, Ohio. State mm-hmm. Buc- Buckeyes started the uh, Labor Day weekend off of college football Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, start off a little rusty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota actually was giving them a run, but then uh, they running back went down. He's out for the rest of the season. But, right. Um, I say this, Ohio State, if they can get their run defense, sure it up. And, of course, and look, all this is week one. 
are pretty much for all for majority of, of, of all these universities. So let's not look the too far and look too too hard into it uh, and get hyped up. But uh, Ohio State started off rusty, but second half flex their muscles and it's did what Ohio State do. Uh end up beating Minnesota 45-31. Uh so you know they still showing that they the cream of the crop of, of the Big Ten though. Right. Still showing that they the cream of the crop. Uh there were some upsets this this weekend as well. Like man, mm-hmm. you see my you see my what is that 20th rate Washington went down to uh FBS team or yeah. uh, Montana. Mm-hmm. That's a little embarrassing for the back well. Oh, uh, what's that? Night camp in New- <laughs> Did he come from Night camp in New Mexico State? Um, Erlacher. Yeah, he went to New Mexico. Yeah, he went to New Mexico. What made you ask that? <laughs> I was thinking if he went to Montana or not. And I, and I thought about it. I said, no, it wasn't Montana. He went to New Mexico. <laughs> I know it's one of those schools that they do not know for you know, producing people. Uh, it, it, wait, uh, Connecticut lost the Holy Cross. Yeah, I was like, Holy Cross is usually the one that always lose. <laughs> I was like, Holy Cross? Holy Cross, be, look, they average point margin of losing is like probably like 48 or something. Right, like it's like Holy Cross is <laughs> one you scheduled it just, just for, oh, it's going to be a W. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy Cross, look, Colgate. Look, you know look, yeah, look, when you play them, you like, everybody's going to get a chance to play, all right? Yeah, no. Everybody's going to play. <laughs> Everybody get ready. You're going to play. All right, you know what I'm saying? Everybody suit up. We're gonna get we're gonna get a chance to um, play against Holy Cross. Hey, that's that's when the starters take their pads off at halftime, bro. Right, man. I think, I think it's Holy Cross. Let me smoke this. Like, <laughs> yeah, let, let me get the victory blood, man. You know what I'm saying? over with. <laughs> Holy Cross. <laughs> You know, it, that's got to be demoralizing. It has to be, man. For a locker room. Because they, I'm pretty sure that they didn't. They was like, oh, come on. It's Holy Cross. Oh, right. Come on, man. I that's bet you they, were, they, was, they was practicing terrible. They mm-hmm. practiced lazy. And then they was like, nah, we just going to turn it on for the game. Don't worry. And they right. couldn't turn it on. They Look, man, turn it on. All the opponents gonna be like, nigga, you lost the Holy Cross. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they could win out the rest of the year. All right. But they're gonna be like, ain't trying to ain't trying to niggas that lost the Holy Cross. cross? <laughs> <laughs> you got Holy Cross on right. hell. Nigga, I don't even know what Holy Cross is. <laughs> <at. laughs> I don't even know. Only Holy Cross I know is one that's in churches. That's right, what I'm saying. <laughs> Where's it located at? Like, somebody look that up for Somebody look that up. Where's Holy Cross at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's start there. <laughs> I know they in the hey, United States. Maybe next to Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, I tell you, that that's got that's gotta be and oh. Here's here's another uh, uh, little lay into that story. So the uh, the coach Randy Ansel, he was like, "I'm done, bro. I'm done at this year, dog." <laughs> he announced right. it. I will the- too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be done too. Man, we lost the Holy Cross. I, nah, I, 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 I can't, I can't nah, coach. <laughs> I would have left immediately. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's the um that clock hit zero? It's always Brian. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Done. Told your thing. We can't be holding yeah. cross. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you talking about re everything. Anytime you try to interview for a job, you got dressing me. We like holding cross, bro. I mean, you could be a coordinator. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe a special teams with or something. Uh, you know, you could be a head of athletic trainer or something. I don't know. You, you can't be coaching nothing. You nothing. Holy cross. Oh, he'll he'll he'll, he'll switch to commentating. He gonna be in the booth. Say, yeah, uh, he should have, um, you know, did such such block. And he, you, you you lost the holy cross. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about he couldn't even be in the booth. <laughs> Try to give out advice. Oh, shit. Everybody, no. everybody, everybody gonna stop and just look at him. Hey, but, Holy Cross, nigga. Hey, but this is what I love about uh, college football. So yeah, I was about to say that too. There's, there's no preseason. There's, there's no. Uh, it is pretty much you only got training camp. Be you know training amongst yourselves. Mm-hmm. So well, week one means something. What up, Tim? Uh, oh, so what week, up, Tim? Week one means something. Uh, it, it, it does. Uh, so it, it counts. It matters. So, All right, not to cut you off, but Holy Cross is in um, Massachusetts. Oh, is it Massachusetts? Yeah, Worcester. Worcester? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Worcester. Like Worcestershire? I think, I think that's the city. Because I know every time I look at it, I hear somebody saying it. I think it's, I think it's called Worcester. But it's, it's spelled Worcester. I think they pronounce it Worcester. Because in Massachusetts. Know. They got their own language up there, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they manufacture uh, races. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, uh, again, thoughts and views of Detroit uh, Mayor. That's what Marky Mark from. You know, he uh, no <laughs> races. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> he allegedly calling niggas niggas. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I mean, uh, I mean, upsets is part of the game. Um, I mean, Tulane, Tulane almost took down Oklahoma, and and, and yeah, I've been more impressed. Coming out the gate, man. Well, you know, I, I mean, Spencer Rattler didn't play uh, as great as he was hyped up to be. He's supposed to be a Heisman candidate. He didn't uh, have a phenomenal game, but he didn't have a poor game. Um, but you know, he said it outright. He said they they came to play. They hit us in the mouth. They were more physical. And they and look, Oklahoma literally got 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 bailed out by by literally a couple of inches. The quarterback mm-hmm. got stopped on that fourth and thirteen, literally a yard short. So I mean, uh, and the way that they were driving, I think they probably would have scored and won that game. Right. But, well, here, here's the question I, I want to I, I pose though: After watching all the games and everything, and some of the things you saw, and compared to what you said last week. Do you think it's still good to schedule, you know, um, some of these matchups they do, like, you know, playing a, a, a top 10 school coming out the gate? Because, you know, one of the good things about playing a Holy Cross to start off, you know, you get some, you can shake some of that rust off. You know, like you said, they don't have a preseason. Yeah. So you can shake some of that rust off. Then, two on top of that, uh, open and loss. Let's take Clemson for example. Yeah, with the Ooh. with the ACC Ooh. being as weak as it is, ACC you know, had, you know, had a bad week. Clemson wins out the rest of their games. They still yeah. might not make it to the playoffs because because of strength of schedule. But it, 
if, if 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 the voters at the end of the season go solely off the strength of schedule, I mean, look, uh, Virginia Tech, you know, they're they're still kind of rebuilding, but they need mm-hmm. a win over a top ten North Carolina. Right. So even if you beat North Carolina, how how strong does that look? They're right. losing right out the gates. Uh, I mean, right. Miami. Oh goodness, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> Watching Alabama play, it, it made it seem like it's Alabama and the rest of them. There's nobody, there's nobody, according to what I've seen so far, that looks close to Alabama right now. Alabama literally looked like they didn't even take an offseason, bro. Right. I mean, Miami defense is a pretty good defense. Well, it's supposed to be, it's, it, it look, Miami is, it's been told that Miami defense is supposed to be improved. Right. I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> All, okay. Only because Alabama, look, Alabama, when Nick Saban first got there, what did he do? Mm-hmm. He, built, he built that team through the defense, built up the, a D line, built up an O line, mm-hmm. let's run the ball and play defense. Now, they gonna do all those great, but now they still don't chuck it and go downfield on you now. Man. So now you, what do you do with the Alabama Crimson Tide? Because now Bryce Young look nice, man. One thing he looked look real. One good. thing I liked about him when I was watching him play <clears throat> is that you know he didn't always look to run. Mm-hmm. You know he he moved the pocket and looked yeah. downfield and threw the ball. You know, when the pocket collapsed, he just moved. He'll step up, move, um, you know, move the pocket or move to the side, whatever. I watch how he, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I forgot what play it was, but he moved a protection. He called the right protection. And then I think the running back ran the opposite way because he, he shifted the line over because he saw it. He recognized the blitz. Miami was sending four. Uh, they were sending five, six guys right. on the blitz. and. He killed the blitz. I think I, right. I can't. I can't remember the stat, but he threw almost like three touchdowns against the blitz, almost mm-hmm. three hundred yards against the blitz. Right. So it it's it's literally you get all these Alabama guys that just got drafted in the first and second and third rounds, and you think that oh they're gonna you know regress a down year or something. There's no regression. Nope. There there is no regression. Year in and year out with the Alabama, because you're not going to out recruit them. No, you know what I'm saying. So it, it, their backups is probably going to beat your starters. <laughs> I mean, they look good, man. They, they third string, they third string will put up a fight against your starters. Only, you know only, what I'm saying? Only thing I would say, only thing I would say is this, and it, since it's, it's just the first game, and <clears throat> I, if Georgian if Georgian get their offense rolling. They'd be a good matchup for them. Well, hey, now they can beat them. That's a whole other discussion. But I'm saying that defense looked good. If, but you know what? I and and and, and kind of, you know, I, I know we kind of all over the place with this college, but it's all college football. But right. you look at Clemson's defense. Mm-hmm. They were playing. They were they their match and match yeah. with Georgia's defense. Mm-hmm. Now the thing that separated them in that game is that Georgia finally. Found their identity in that game. What they're going to do? They said, "You know what? Fuck it. We're just going to run the ball." Right. And you saw how they closed out that game. They just, mm-hmm. you know, finally powered through, got the first down, ran the clock out. But right. Clemson, without Trevor Lawrence, do they even remember how to play offense now? <laughs> well, uh, um, Travis, eighteen. 
Yeah, yeah, without Travis Etienne, it's like, you know, where Clemson, where, where's this dynamic offense that's year in and year out with Clemson? It, it just disappeared. And look, again, this is only week one. Right. They got some stuff to clean up. Yeah. I mean, I think that goes back to what I was saying, though. So, would it have been better to play a Holy Cross, a Colgate, and kind of shake some of that rust off? Because, you know, and should, here's another thing, too. Or should college football change some of their criteria about how people get into the playoffs? You know, because, you know, being undefeated all in, in the most part, unless you're a Boise State, kind of puts you in the playoffs. Yeah. One loss sometimes can cost you the it's playoffs. Easy. Yeah. And if you look at how – um how things are scheduled, and also on top of that, if you look at it from this standpoint, well, two points. If you look at it from this standpoint, if I'm a Clemson, right, and say this year that loss costs me a uh, playoff berth, do I start saying I'm not scheduling like this no more? You know, because I need to schedule where I can get into the playoffs. You know, or in the same and on the same note, should the people who are making decisions who get in the playoffs change some of that criteria? Well, I, I was I would say this in Clemson's regard. I would probably would have scheduled that Georgia game maybe like game three or four. Mm-hmm. Then by that time, I can have a certain identity of, of what we're going to do offensively, offensive right. wise. Obviously, right. we we can see by that game defensive wise that defense is going to keep them in some games. Mm-hmm. That defense is going to be able to stand up against majority of these big schools right so by game three or four if you would have moved that georgia game back then i can say oh i know i got a chance to go blow for blow toe-to-toe with these guys and then you know where the chips fall they that, that's where they fall man yeah i mean look at the big 10 uh especially like when michigan was good they scheduled ohio state towards the end always so, that's so the last normally, game that's usually so normally the last game. Win, no whoever winner that went to the playoffs or went to a bowl game, you know, to play for a national championship. Because had, you know, had more on the line. You had more on the line and you didn't build up some momentum. You know what you are by that time. Right. So you already know, okay, look, we good. We can we have a good chance of beating Michigan. We got a good chance of beating Ohio State, you know, whoever whoever team is on that role, if both of them on that role, you know what I'm saying? So I think like from that perspective, even the Alabama sometimes, you know, back then they used to play, you know, a, some warm-up games. Then they, later on, they'll play a good team. Well, I mean, Alabama gets the benefit of the doubt because, look, we know the SEC is the most powerful conference in football. Right. So they get their benefit of the doubt because once they know that they get in the conference play, it's it's pretty much a playoff game from here on out. Mm-hmm. So they get that benefit of the doubt from strength of schedule-wise because they're going to play – I mean, uh, what what are other some of the uh, other schools? Uh, I mean, LSU did lose, but they I, normally you know, LSU is a strong. Normally yeah. LSU is a strong team. Uh, uh, Georgia, they're going to see Georgia, Florida, Florida. Uh, uh, Mississippi State always Mississippi plays them State, tough. Looked tough um, this year too. Uh, Ole Miss, they they played Ole tonight Miss. against Louisville. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, there there might be another loss for the ACC again um, right. throughout this whole weekend. Uh, look. This a the ACC does not help losing all these games, and if you are the, the cream of the crop of that conference, like Clemson is, mm-hmm. it doesn't really bolster your strength of schedule when it comes down 
to already having that one loss against another team like Georgia from another power conference. It, right. it doesn't, it's not going to help their case towards the end of the year. Right. So, hey, look, they going to need some help from like, these. Honestly, you don't, need, if, you don't need a lot of teams to at least lose one. A lot of teams to lose one, but they're going to need help from the other teams in the conference to actually get better and be worth mentioning that you beat them. Right. Because you, you, if, Clemson plays Carolina right now and beats them. It means nothing. Clemson, because Clemson, even though it was a tough loss, Carolina's coming off a bad loss from a still uh, retooling Virginia Tech's team. And I, and I think, too, with that Carolina-Virginia Tech game, the way Carolina lost, when you watch that game, I mean, Virginia Tech was dominating them, especially on defense, man. And, and Sam Howell's supposed to be, you know, he's a in the conversation. Team. He's supposed to be in the conversation. Right. And he, he made a couple of plays. I was looking like, what the? He was making bad decisions. Like that one, he, like, so the one he threw that interception falling down. He shouldn't even throw that ball. Not only that, before that, he ran into that sack. I was like, why would you run that way? Now, if you watch that play, he runs into the sack. Like the man, the defensive, I can't remember if it was a cornerback, whoever it was, but um, he was being blocked. So if Howard kind of stepped up instead of running right off to the him. side, you know what I'm saying? He probably would have got sacked. Or he just ran because he hesitated. He stopped. He Like he's about to run, then he stopped. He should have just tucked it and ran. He probably would have got some positive yardage. They, they just, they didn't they look ready. They, yeah, they didn't. They just looked like a deer in the headlight. Well, I, and and here's here's what some of these, and, and I don't know if it's true or not, but you know, I, I, and normally I don't like to assume, but when mm. you got some of these teams that you know had a had a good season last year, and you know they put that ranking in front of their name, right. and with that ranking, it's going to come expectations. Mm-hmm. Some of these teams just they didn't look ready for the expectations. Washington certainly didn't look ready for the expectations. Right. You know, you lose to the Montana Grizz. <laughs> you lost to the Grizz. Yeah, that's like losing the Holy Cross. Damn there. <laughs> only reason why, why we know where they at because they got the, the, the where they at in the name. <laughs> oh, it's Montana. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know specifically in Montana. Right. We just I know, know somewhere in Montana. They in Montana. But <laughs> I, mean, I mean, when you get these rankings, I, I mean, look, I, I hate to say it, Louisiana, uh, the Raging Cages were a good story last year. Mm-hmm. But you got the 23 uh, ranking, and then. You know, Texas is still trying to find their form. They're ranked 21, and it didn't look like it was a close match at all. Right. You know, they look like they even belong with a 23 in front of their name. <laughs> right. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I mean, Coastal Carolina lived up to, to their building. I mean, but Coastal, Coastal Carolina is going to run into a situation where they need the actual scheduling to, to make a, a playoff. Coastal Carolina is the new Boise State. Yes. Yes, that's a fair assessment. I agree with you. Like, boys, he was racking up all those wins, but they kept saying, But it's Boise State, yeah. Who you playing, you know, who you playing until they can beat Oklahoma like Boise did. It's gonna be hard for them even getting to the conversation. That's that's just fact. Now, that school, if they continue on the same path that they're on of uh, progressing, they will have to start scheduling. Some of these big schools yeah, and see, see, see where you're at. Even if it's a back 12, 
or mm-hmm. big or big 12 even if it's one of the lesser of the big power five conference you gotta at least start scheduling some of those and 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 give people the voters especially uh or the committee whoever does all the playoff shit give mm-hmm. them a true eye test of what exactly how you measure up against big dogs otherwise mm-hmm. you just a you just a big fish in a little pond <laughs> mm-hmm. right um penn state uh, you know that game against wisconsin i gotta say this <laughs> damn it was good to see the fans back in the stadium yes uh wisconsin you know they do the jump around they was going nuts uh, uh, Virginia Tech comes out with the Metallica. They was going nuts in Blacksburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Florida State, you know, they're trying to, uh, you know, find some resurgence in their program. Last night, I was watching that game. They was going nuts <laughs> in, in Tallahassee. You know, they oh, they hey. chopping, and they was going nuts like that. Is it time for them to get rid of that, though? Even though like, I did hear uh, a couple of Native Americans support it when I was watching this documentary on, uh, what's his name to do to ride the horse? I'll, I'll say this, to, to answer that question, um, there have been times over in Kansas City, I've seen reports where uh, they have tried to encourage the fans to, to stop doing the chop. But I mean, and I mean that's that's a lot to ask, you know, seventy thousand plus to, you know, hey, don't do it. Right. <laughs> you know, that's a huge ask. Right. Um, but I do know that you know over in down in Tallahassee, you know, they do have strong Native American uh, roots down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, our history for sure. Um, right. So, you know, if 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 somebody's offended by it, you know, you at least got to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, will it end? I mean, like I said. You asking seventy thousand plus? Hey, don't don't shop. <laughs> I mean, you can't even get you can't even get five motherfuckers on the same page. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> but hey, but it was great to see the fans um, back in the stadium. Uh, that Penn State in and that Wisconsin game was boring. <laughs> it was. I, I was watching it in the barber shop, looking like I had to turn it off. I had to start watching Michigan. And, um. Um, Western Michigan. Oh, Western, yeah. Yeah. And they kind of made me mad in that game, too. So here's the thing. You're closing out the half. You're closing out the half. You're down on goal line. Yeah, your running back was getting some yards. But it's like, I don't care how many seconds. You want a lot of time on the clock. Hardball keeps electing to keep running the ball instead of throwing it. I thought that was just dumb. And that's hardball, bro. I, then you down on the one, you down on the two or the one, and it's fourth down. You already up. Go for it. Why kick a field goal? Go for it. It's Western Michigan, and you got you was up like what twenty something to um three or twenty something to nothing. Go for it. I mean, Western Michigan, they weren't in that game. Period. So yeah, you know I'm saying. Mean, so why would why would you not go for it on fourth and one? To just at least see what your team's made of. So when you get to play other teams, because they playing with Washington next week. And, and Washington's gonna gonna want to play after getting embarrassed. Right. Go, I bet I bet you this. Washington is gonna give Michigan a run for that game. Oh yeah. Because Washington and you gotta come back after some embarrassing shit like that. 
Ridiculous. You, you can't follow it up with getting a, a blowout loss. Right. Period. You got to you got to at least compete. <laughs> like you got you got to at least show that we belong in the big house. You right. know what I'm saying? Because and I've always noticed this: Michigan always starts off the year with like three straight home games. Yeah. Boy, they schedule it. Whoever doing they schedule it like shit. No, nah, we gonna get the momentum. <laughs> we gonna we gonna get the momentum. We 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 gonna we gonna go we ahead. Go up in November. We play Ohio State. Yeah, look, we gonna go ahead and beat up all these other little mental, uh, Michigan right. little schools over here. We're gonna beat them up, and then we're gonna get ready for the Big Ten. And it, it, look, I hate to say it, man. That Big Ten conference is literally, you gotta find, find a way to com- compete with, with Ohio State. I don't see it again. I just I don't, don't see it this year. I don't see it this year. Okay, maybe I'll I, say this now. Maybe I, Minnesota game will run for their money. No, they did. And, and I said that, you know, and I thought Minnesota was actually hanging in there. They were going toe to toe, and then they running back went down, and then they they, yeah. they they forgot the rest of their offense. But <laughs> um, look, Ohio you hope, you gotta, Ohio State better hope that was rust. Hey, they go up against that, another, a better team because they got to play uh, Oregon next week. That's gonna be a good game. You know what I'm saying? So that'd be a good test to see if that was just rust or what's going on. If, if they got a problem with it or a bigger issue, right? Yeah, uh, but come on, eh? Wisconsin. That you know that loss doesn't help them at all. Nope. You know, I mean, I mean Penn State it's in, it's in conference loss, but you know, what I'm saying Penn State not that strong this year. Look, of course that was a defensive game, but there were times when Wisconsin shot themselves in the foot. I mean, yes. they had they were in the red zone and had like three, three possessions in the red zone mm-hmm. and the turnovers. Right. Can't have that. Can't have that. So, you know, that's going to be tough for them to bounce back. But, uh, uh, of course, uh, uh, Alabama, again, uh, flexed their muscles on Miami. Um, Right. Got to talk Florida State and Notre Dame. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, uh, Indiana was doomed from the beginning. You see those jerseys? (laughs) (laughs) Indonesia? Right. (laughs) Incognito? So yeah, incognito. So if right. anybody has saw that picture, uh, it was spelled I N D I N I A in Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> that was a foreshadowing. Uh, no, it's not gonna uh, go good. It's not gonna uh, go well. Uh, oh, it didn't go well. <laughs> uh, I will put the whooping on them boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, put the stomping on them, and, and like thirty-four to six. I mean, uh, one dude had two uh, interception returns for touchdown. In just wow, uh, right? I can see Iowa probably being um, uh, that school. Then, if, if they can find a way to knock off Ohio State, might represent Big Ten in the playoffs. Might, mm-hmm. and it's a huge might. That's a lot to ask. I mean, Iowa defense is pretty good. They defense good <laughs> last year. Well, I mean, their offense was straight. They had Hawkinson, but it wasn't powerful enough. Yeah. I think they never really had a strong, strong offense. They always had like players here and there. You know, I'm have some a good running back with a quarterback be okay, or you know, a good couple good receivers. They can put together a good, a good offense along with a good defense. Yeah, they'd be a powerhouse in the Big Ten because a lot of people sleep on them anyway. You know, um, I think it's always good for the conference if Iowa can be good. 
you know, of course, if Michigan get back to what they were, were then um, Wisconsin, you know, that's four good teams right there. They can live up to to their names, and then if Indiana come along, Northwestern come along, Penn State go back to what they used to be, you know, Rutgers is just going to be Rutgers. Nebraska can go what they used to be. No. You know what I'm saying? I'm just no. saying. Let's think, about, let's think about some of the names they have in the Big Ten, they can go back to what they used to be. They're competing with the SEC. Hey, hey, if you're talking about off of just name recognition, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They can go but, back to what they used to what they used to be back in their, in their heydays. That that's, that they'd be good. They they could compete well with the SEC, but and, and, not and, and I agree with you. The only problem is, is those heydays on these big uh, uh, name recognized schools. Was twenty years ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah. Wisconsin so much. Wisconsin recently had d- decent teams, and same with Penn State. They more recently had decent teams compared to Michigan and and um, some of the others. Are you free? Are you froze, man? Wisconsin. Huh? You, you left. Oh, I'll say the same thing about you. Like you froze. <laughs> no. Am I high? Say. No, I, I mean, I, I am high, but no. Nah, here's a point to that, Tim. You know, if they get rid of hardball, what are they going to do? Get. <laughs> that's, the whole, that's the whole problem. It's like, okay, we get rid of hardball. There's no one out there. You know, so it's like, might as well hold on to them. But I think, I, think, I think the issue is is that the University of Michigan always wants to go hire the big name. They mm-hmm. want to hire the attractive, sexy name. Right. You know, what, what name is going to bring uh, the boosters to open their wallets? What name is going to uh, bring the recruits to this mm-hmm. cold ass place? Right. What name is going to bring the glitch and the glamour? And and what name is actually might give them a chance to actually beat Ohio State? I right. mean, that's that's pretty much uh, what I've seen the criteria of how they've been, you know, picking the coaches. I always said the biggest downfall for Michigan was never changing when the times change. They waited. They waited too long before they made that change. Ohio State made that transition, and then they, that's when they start seeing on that that trajectory going up. You know, Michigan still stuck with the smash mouth type game where no one was doing that anymore. It was all you know, quick um quick linebackers, and you know, um, they're doing an RPO, all the different things that that changed in college football. Michigan would never change. Shit, they still like Rich that. Rod came in, <laughs> huh? I said it's still Rod, like that. Right, still like that. And Rich Rod had came in and tried to change change a little bit, didn't give him enough time. Yeah, I was about to say that they didn't give Rich Rodriguez enough time to uh, to actually implement how the how the game was changing. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I think had they actually gave him more time, that we probably not even having this conversation. I, I think uh, I'll say I'll say uh, this. Let's get on a downfall. Right. I'll say this. Even if even if Rich Rod couldn't give him a national championship, he still would have laid the blueprint to what someone could have came in and and been uh, a John Gruden. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just take what you already had and take it to the next level. Versus, right, versus coming and having somebody come in. And tear it down and try to rebuild it to back to what you pretty much what you were before, mm-hmm. with a few with a few other cha- with a few minor changes. Yeah. So that's my thing about Michigan, man. If they can, 
find a way. Well, into Tim's point, first of all, there's nobody out there to get. So if they get rid of Harbaugh, who's gonna be the one? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying to, to yeah. pick up. It's not like I got a Ryan Day behind Jim, right. uh, behind uh, uh, Harbaugh. No, it's not like Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, yeah. Right. Y'all not in that situation. Right, you're not in that situation. Then there's no coach out there that's really available. That's good. Unless you're taking a chance on somebody that, you know, that may be an upstart. (laughs) No, I'm saying take a chance on a a coordinator out of another program that may Mm -hmm. be, that may, you know, catch lightning in a bottle. That's the only thing I can see. But at that, and if you do that, you will have to give him time. You can't bring them in and say, uh, okay, two or three years, man, hey, win and get rid of them. No, so when anywhere it goes, it's not going to turn around quickly. Uh, it's never a quick turnaround with, with, you know, rebuilding. It's never Mm -hmm. is. But you you ain't. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I've been rebuilding damn 30, 40 years. (laughs) Rebuild um, Pompeii. But but, but Barry Sanders has has been retired for almost 25 plus years and y'all still rebuilding. That's how long y'all been rebuilding. They're still talking about Barry. <laughs> they still talk about Calvin. Still you know talk about Barry. What are they talk about? <laughs> when we had Barry Sanders. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, it's not. It's never a a, a quick solution to change. Right. It's, it's never. Is it, you're not just going to just. Come in and say he got the coach, and all of a sudden, uh, national championship is going to happen. Mm, right. it, it don't work like that. It doesn't work that you way. You got to give these coaches some time to get the right, not only players in there, you got to get the right coaches around them too. You got to have the support of the AD and, and the rest mm-hmm. of the fan base to be patient enough to right. be like, but, you, but as a team, you still have to show that you're going to be competitive. You still have to show that you're going to at least you know, show some fight in, in some of these games. And, you know, I hate to say it, but lately when it comes to big games, I mean, Harbaugh is over against mm-hmm. Ohio State. Over. Over. And so how many games in, or many years it's been, I don't know if it's fourth or fifth year, it's over for four or five, it's whatever. Six, right? That's six. Over. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> over. It doesn't. It's not just, I mean, only a couple of games <laughs> – he looked like he was competing in that in the games. Most and time, that's true. And that's true. Most time it'd be blowouts. You'd be like, Yeah, come on, bro. What are, you ain't even competing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. And then I, I like so you know, I got I keep bleacher report and I be watching it say, Oh, Michigan picked up a three-star recruit. Michigan, where the five stars? You not. You know what I'm saying? That's my point problem with them. I look at other team, other programs, they got a five-star recruit out of such five-star recruit. Four or five stars, the highest they ever get, Michigan, would be four stars, and that'd be it. I'm like, come hey, on, but, but look, you just hit it on the head right there. Ohio State does not recruit them, period. Mm-hmm. Year in and year out, you're going to know that you're going to get top recruiting classes from Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. Um, you could probably throw maybe one or two. Uh, other schools in there, probably LSU, maybe. Um, uh, But for the most part, when it comes to overall recruiting classes, 
Ohio State is one of the top five schools year in and year out. Mm-hmm. Michigan is probably nowhere near the top ten. Right. So if you're not winning on the on the recruit, then you got to find a way to at least find a way to re, uh, you know compete when it comes to the actual on field performance. You got to find a way to you no know, do the bad news bears formula. Hey, you got out. You got out. Turn, turn, some out <laughs> turn some misfits into some good into a champion. Yeah, that means you means you means you better be uh, solid a on a hell of a coach, and that's that's the main thing. You better mm-hmm. know how to you better know how to X and them up. Right. You, you better know how to put them in the right position. They may not have the best athletes, but if you get the guy in the right position, mm-hmm. you got just you got a chance. Right, you know. What I saying? always say, I always maintain. If the Five Five had a better coach, they would win championship. Because the talent was there. Oh, no doubt. Talent <laughs> was there, you know. But the, the coach, I mean, not to say that Duke wasn't talented when they lost to Duke. Duke was a talented team, but I think Michigan was more talented than Duke was. It's just Coach K is a better coach. I mean, Coach K is going to be a better you know coach saying? in most scenarios. I'm just <laughs> so, he outcoached him. He's going to be the better coach in most right. scenarios. And I'm just saying that because I'm a Michigan fan. Yeah. I mean, you look at the UNLV second run. Coach K outcoached um, um, Jerry Tartagian, the shark guy. Yeah, the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, outcoached him. The nigga sucking on a towel. You know? Sometimes coaching plays a good part, and that's not, that's not that's not. I know there's some Duke fans out there. I'm not saying they didn't have good teams or talented teams. But you I'm get a, saying, you get a lot of benefit of the doubt knowing that who's on your bench, right? In, you know, the, in, in the coaching position, team, <laughs> that UNLV team was a bad team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, talented wise, Larry Johnson and them. Yeah, Stacy Augman. Stacy Augman. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the guy. Uh, God. He's saying, is it Greg Anthony? I think Greg Anthony was. Greg on Anthony. What's the other guard? Because he ain't really. He went to NBA. Ain't really. He washed out though. I can't. Remember. I see his face. But I can get his name. But anyway, they had a talented team. Yeah, talented team. But um, going back to that Florida State and uh Notre Dame, Ooh. that was a good game. Hey, look, I gotta give props to Florida State. I thought they was, you know, still rebuilding and wasn't even going. I thought they was about to get just blown Stomped. out this game. Stomped mm-hmm. out this game. Uh, I can't remember the, uh, the quarterback's name who started the game. Uh, Anderson Hunt. Thanks, Tim. I cannot think his name for nothing. Oh, Anderson, Anderson Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, yeah, but um, uh, he he was playing well. Had a couple of bad interceptions. Um, um, and then, Florida State, Florida State's defense managed to keep him back in that game without turning into a blowout uh, in right. the second half. The biggest story of the game was Mackenzie Milton. Oh yes. No, Huge hold story. on. I'm, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show the injury. UCF, four for six on third down. Milton sprinting out. Oh, he's cut down at the 25. And it's gonna be fourth down and two. Ooh, Milton is down on the field, and that doesn't look good. Mackenzie Milton is injured down on the field. The training staff quickly comes out. So look at the star quarterback. A hush has fallen over the stadium. 57,000 people all hoping and praying for Mackenzie Milton, who's down on the field. So that was 2018. Last yeah, I remember time. that. I you remember see, that. I was saying, you see how his knee was all twisted? Boy, uh, horrific, because they were talking about um, 
amputating. Uh, amputating, like uh, but like uh, I think uh, one of one of the main arteries in his leg had, had started, uh, you know, got snapped or something like mm -hmm. that, and it was looking he real messed bad. The, uh, he messed the artery up. He messed uh something else. He messed a whole lot of stuff up, man. And yeah. they thought he wasn't gonna play again, let alone have a have a leg. Bruh. You know, and that was 2018. So him yeah. to come in, you know, and and bring Florida State back. And kudos to the coach for even letting him stay in. And and, and I was thinking that too. I was sitting there, I was like, this man literally came right off the bench and threw a dart through his mm -hmm. first pass. Right. And he was moving the ball, got you guys in the end zone, got you guys back in the game. I'm like, oh, you can't you can't take him out. <laughs> you got a little man. He, he was hot. He, mm -hmm. he, that whole, the rest of that drive, once homeboy got his helmet knocked off. Right. I'm like, oh, you, oh, you got to leave him in there. You got to leave him in there. <laughs> I can understand if he was just handing the ball off and then they had to punt and, and then you right. get the other guy back in there. But that wasn't the case. It was like, oh, oh, we, we in crunch time. Oh, I got it. I got it. The coach knew he was like, "Look, I I know you to back up, but this is crunch time. We're trying to get back in this game, and I'm gonna ask you to make some throws." And he did. He, he, he delivered. Did. And um, Florida State did themselves a uh, no uh, uh, no help by um, challenging that that uh, that forward pass. Right. It, it looked like tuck rule, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, um. Because yeah, it made the the field goal shorter, but he made the fifty yard. Mm -hmm. And then I was sitting there. I was sitting there with my lady. I was like, mm -hmm. "Oh, this this is too much time, right? This is too much time." That kicker mind is all over the place. Mm -hmm. He's thinking about so much because they had took forever to review the thing, and then they took them forever to mark the ball in the right spot. Right, I'm like. It had to be in, in, in real time, probably like five to six minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's a lot of time for a kicker to sit there and think about what all that pressure in his head. <laughs> I looked at my old lady, I said, he about to miss this watch. Yeah, he probably thinking, oh, yeah, I'm give me some jet pizza. <laughs> <laughs> <You know what>? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I saw a little bad little co-ed. I saw there. somebody up there in the stands. Stand. Yeah. Uh, I'm about I'm about to get this game winning with this. Right. And they call my weed man up. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> Somebody go get the liquor. <laughs> right. <laughs> like we about to turn up. I'm about to hit the game winning kick. Right. Game winning field goal. It's about to be on it popping. I'm, you know I'm, I'm getting saying? some butt tonight. <laughs> right. He went from hero to zero. <laughs> right. And he missed it. All that went to crap. <laughs> Boy, you you made a fifty yard and you missed a thirty eight. What what right. you doing? She was like, "Yeah, you was about to get them draws, no sir." He's <laughs> like, "And I'm taking the pussy with me." <laughs> <laughs> you get no buttons. You, you get no nothing. Buttons. You get nada. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Wow, you really iced your own kid." Yeah, that was crazy, man. I lost my three. They lost by three. And, and that tight end for Notre Dame was like, thank you, kicker, for missing that. Because he right. had, that pass that he he literally had on his hip. When mm -hmm. he, he caught it in his hand and he tried to turn and run and he tried to grab it, it just couldn't couldn't hang on to it. And he, right. he, 
they call that man baby Gronk. I'm like, no, Gronk <laughs> don't drop that. Gronk <laughs> don't drop that. Don't call it. No, you may change his name. <laughs> maybe call him baby uh, Zach Ertz. I don't know. Uh, Zach maybe, Ertz. Yeah, maybe something else. Don't call him <laughs> baby Gronk. Gronk didn't drop. He don't drop passes like that. Right. They call and him now, baby. Because <laughs> you, bro, let off the hook ain't even a word for it. Right. 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 Because that so, was oh that was that been a, that have been a huge win for Florida State. Oh, big for them. Mm-hmm. Big, big in, in in the retrospect that they are trying to get their name back. They're, right. Bobby Bowden just passed away. You, you, mm-hmm. you had the ceremony, put his name mm-hmm. on the field. You know, it meant something. You're back to right. full capacity, like mm-hmm. you said earlier. They, oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. right, right. You got got the got the uh, dude dressed as he's probably a white boy dressed in Indian face paint, and he's that's a whole nother story. Yeah, whole he, nother story. he's on a horse and he throws mm-hmm. his spear down. It's on fire, you right? Know? You know, it, it's it's Tallahassee again. It feel mm-hmm. it, it had that feel, it had that vibe, and a huge letdown at the end. It, 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 kudos for them, and you know, great story for Milton to mm-hmm. definitely uh, persevering over such such a horrific injury, I right? Think. Uh, you know, I think his his situation was probably damn near close to Alex Smith, but he didn't have right. um, as Alex many Smith surgeries was, as it was. Oh, yeah, like yeah. God, now, Alex Smith was like, we thought he was really through. Oh, no, they thought that boy was going to be 86. Right. <laughs> he was through. through. <laughs> not, not just amputate. They right, thought you was through, through. See, meet you at that crossroads. <laughs> right. You don't be lonely. <laughs> like, they thought we was about that. Go miss your uncle Charles, y'all. Like yeah, bro, right, it's right. harmony, bro. But like, yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy. Was. But uh, good to see Florida State put up a hell of a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but good, good to see Notre Dame uh, being more consistent. Uh, you know, usually after they have a good season, they they sometimes kind of lay the egg starting starting the next season. Right. It's, it's hard. Now look, two times I had to get Ohio State props and Notre Dame props. This is I'm starting to break off in halves. Oh, oh, you started you started starting to freak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ohio State like, and Notre Dame like, props. Damn, I'm, I'm itching and shit. Like, <laughs> this thing is getting high in here. He's like, am I gonna break out and have a wing I ain't gonna lie shit. though. I always like them gold helmets. Yeah. It's like the new one. They nice and shiny. Them mother look nice. <clears throat> I give them that. I like how they got the white cleats, but they got the gold bottoms. Yeah, that's that, that kind of tight. I give, I give y'all that. Yeah, you know, you know that was a smart move. Messing with little boys, but I ain't good at that. Um, allegedly, uh, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Allegedly, 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 uh, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly well, I said uh, allegedly. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to stay on the air, bro? <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Having a, uh, having a father calling you daddy. I mean, go ahead. Sir, allegedly. <laughs> um, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, Brian Kelly, after the uh, um, after the game in the interview, he said, yeah, of course, oh, you got yeah, to clean, clean up some stuff. Got to clean up some stuff. Uh, I know they were making a big deal about him saying, oh, yeah, the whole team needs to be executed. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. Are we, really, are we really becoming that petty? Well, well he, you have just, to, That you have to Come back uh, and explain your a comment. Joke. Explain yeah. a joke. Come on, man. Are we really getting that petty? Uh, I mean, first of all, first of all, 
you you know that is the world that but here's we're my, in. But here's my thing. It'd be another discussion if he was talking about Florida State. You know, I still know it was a joke. He's talking about his own team. Why are we talking about executing his own team? So you gotta, I mean, first of all, you gotta know that was a joke. You can say that now you can well not you can discuss whether or not the joke is funny or not. But it's a joke. You ha ha he he keep it moving. The fact well, I mean, this man has to come back in and explain, and explain it, it. Hey, knows where we hey, are as a society. It was nuts that he had to do that. I, right. I didn't look, he was just quoting a John McKay quote and people mm-hmm. that, that you know love football and know about John McKay or a legendary right. coach that had his own, you know, little quirks and sayings. Mm-hmm. Brian Kelly's a historian. That's right. what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He he was just, you know, thought it was a a, a point in context to show that hey, my team didn't execute well, and I'm in favor of it. The whole right. team is executed. It's a, I just can't believe. And he even said that he's like, wait, somebody was offended by that. Like, are we really doing that? Right. That's crazy, man. That's <laughs> and he crazy. was justified in his reaction for that, right? Because I'm like. I didn't think nothing of it. I didn't think nothing by it. I didn't think nothing of it. Kevin moving. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I heard him say it. I was like, hey, teenage reaction. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh. And he's just like, you know, like these hoes getting offended. You call them hoes. I am a sex worker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Use a hoe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why are we, get, why are we getting offended about that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like these hoes be hoes. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not understanding. You know what I'm saying? Somebody help me understand this. I'm just I'm confused, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, can, can they can they be our employees? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do you feel do you fill out paperwork? You is a hoe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I ain't got your resume on file. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what woman, sir? This is Hey, you know what I'm saying? you put on your resume, sex worker, nigga? No. Hold on, hold on. What are your references? Right. Why are your references named John? Like, where my stock options? They go by how many dicks you get. I don't know. <laughs> how do you figure this out? <laughs> how many? How you figure your dividends out? I don't understand. <laughs> how many nut shots you take out? You know what oh, I'm saying? <laughs> how do we do this? Oh, stop, stop. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> that commercial break back. To <laughs> I guess it's just different uh, promotion levels. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> you're an idiot. But <laughs> I don't even know where that. <laughs> 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 hey man, I'm just saying. I'm just making a point. We shouldn't be. <laughs> Offended by stuff like that, you know. Stop being so sensitive. 
A man just made he just made a joke. Whether or not you think the joke is funny, that's a whole lot of discussion. Well, unfortunately for him, he picked material off some stuff that majority of the people really wouldn't understood. That's right. probably I think that's, well, that's probably that's only good. mistake about his his choice of that that joke is hold on let me say this i, I understand that but even if you didn't understand his reference what he said by itself shouldn't have been offensive because we know he's not gonna execute his own team you know what i'm saying <laughs> so to me it's like okay you can say okay i understand the reference so that might why it wasn't funny or you know maybe why i didn't understand it but to be offended by it to me it's crazy. He didn't call it, nobody out their name. Bro, that is the you know that, that that is that's the it issue. It wasn't another racial. Look, that, that is the issue when it comes to social media. It's that's part of it now. That is part of it now. Right. And 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 I, you know, I'm I'm with you. I to me is 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 it's a waste of time, it's a waste of of energy is is mm-hmm. silly to get offended over something that you don't understand. I, right. I I'm with you, right? But that is just the time, and 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 you know whether these coaches want to deal with it or not, they have to monitor what they say. They have to yeah. monitor, uh, you know, how they uh, uh, interact. Once they, especially once the camera gets mm-hmm. to film it, you right. know, they they have to monitor it. And I honestly, they got a monitor pretty much twenty four seven, right? <laughs> because it, it, it ain't gonna take nothing but a second for somebody to flip their phone on, throw the camera on, or throw it on live if they catch you doing something. Mm-hmm. Period. So mm-hmm. I mean, hey, hey, come with the territory. It, it, it is. It is. But you do know that that is a factor of that 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 lifestyle. You have to. Be mindful of now, and it yeah. sucks. It's stupid. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, you are. Right. <laughs> that's just what it is. But look, Notre Dame. You know, it, I, I will say this because they have more ACC schools scheduled on their on their um, schedule now than Big Ten back mm-hmm. in the days. Um, you know, ACC of course didn't have a great weekend. I think they kind right. of fall into the same situation with Clemson. Mm-hmm. Uh, a loss could be probably. Uh, I don't want to say 100% completely takes him out of playoff contention, but it's, it's quite it hurts damn. Bad, though. It, 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 it does hurt. Um, it, ACC just has to. It, I think I, I the weird dynamic I see going on with the ACC, you see uh, Florida State, who is still in rebuilding, you see Virginia Tech rebuilding and have good games. And you see the teams that are at the top of the right. ACC, like Miami, mm-hmm. um, North Carolina, don't have the games. Maybe mm-hmm. there's, there's starting to might be a shift where the bottom or the floor of the ACC is starting to creep up with the ceiling. Right. You know, there's a, it, it's a possibility that you could possibly look at it that way. Um, maybe Clemson is, isn't so separated or dominant like they were, you know. Um. You might have a point. Maybe it's, it's starting to trend to where Clemson's starting to go down. You know, we don't know. Well, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think you can really allow this year. To, it has, you have to see how the next couple of years pan out to whether to say are they on a downward spiral. Uh, so if they were, okay, let's say, they, say, say they went out this year, right? 
And even though they don't make the playoffs, and they don't make the playoffs, and then next year they make the playoffs, does that mean they're on a downward trend? You talking about Clemson? Clemson, yeah. They don't well, make I mean, it this year because that one loss. If, next year they, they make it. If they just have a one loss, I wouldn't say it's a downward trend. I would just say it was just circumstances of just, you know, not favorable scheduling. And I and I think that's that's the that's that may be an issue along the line with a lot of these teams. What we we'll see how this year uh shakes out or the next couple of years shakes out, they try to do it again next year or scheduling like you know, big games at the beginning. <clears throat> how are they gonna how's that trend gonna keep going? You know, except for Alabama. A lot of teams struggled. A lot of teams didn't. I mean, Ohio State, you know, they won, didn't look good winning. Oklahoma, you know, they won, didn't look good winning. You know, yeah. I mean, and to a degree, you can say the same thing about Notre Dame because they almost came. They, they lost a twenty point, depth, you know, a twenty point lead. Yeah. So you know, you can go down the line and and look at some of these top teams um, that won that actually won. Did it look good? And LSU lost. Didn't look good for LSU. All right, so so I'm pulling up Clemson's schedule. So mm-hmm. they had the loss to Georgia. They got South Carolina State next. You oh. got Georgia, yeah, South Carolina State. It's right. HBC down in uh, uh in South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Who, who not got good this year? Yeah, they they just lost to uh Northern Illinois. Yeah. Uh, after that, you got NC State, mm-hmm. Boston College. Right, Syracuse, mm. Pittsburgh, mm. Florida State, again, Louisville, mm. UConn. We already made fun of yeah, yeah, yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah. Holy Cross, the Holy Cross. They might have a better game. <laughs> uh, Wake Forest, right? And in the year against South Carolina, this, this, that's no, what's it? Where's no strip there? There's no strength at all, and you already yeah. got a loss. Yeah. Clemson is going to be that interesting team to your point of how they're going to come up with the criteria of what is considered a playoff team or not. Right. Because looking at that schedule, they should easily win out. Maybe South Carolina gives them a handful. If Florida State that shows up, that played last night, shows up right. with them, they might that, give might them a hard be, time. that might give them a hard time. Right. Other than that, this, where, where, where is a, a quality win at? Where right. it, they it, can't call one. They can't call one. Now that's 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 what I'm saying. It's gonna be this year. It's gonna really this year gonna really tell the test of what they're gonna do for the following year. Because they gonna they may look go back to the drawing board and say, "No, we ain't doing that again." Now, as a fan, we enjoy seeing those games. You know what I'm saying? As a football fan, no, because more than not, they're gonna be the want, favorite, we, and, and they probably we want, we want to see. Jordan Clemson have to be, you know, start kicking off. We want to see that. You know, we want to see the Alabamas and the Miamis and stuff like that. You know, we want to see those games because who wants to, I mean, for real, who wants to watch a good team play like a beautiful <laughs> a Holy Cross? Who wants to see that? Not at all. That's you know what I'm saying? Boring. <laughs> it's boring. I mean, you know, it's not, and it's not a real true test. Good example, Michigan and Western Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michigan look good, but they play Western Michigan. Yeah, then they lost Ronnie Bell, so now you lost one of your leading receivers playing a lesser team. Yeah, so when it's time to play, and he's gone for the year, 
So now it's time to play. You know, when you get into playing Wisconsin, you get into playing Ohio State, Michigan State, you need have you're not at full strength. And 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 I know I kind of said earlier that maybe Notre Dame might be in the same circumstances, but now looking at the schedule, you know, um, okay, so they 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 get the hard hard uh, fought victory last night against Florida State, right. but they got Toledo coming up, mm-hmm. uh, Purdue, um, mm-hmm. you know, I favor in both of those games. Right. Uh, then they go on the road against Wisconsin. You know, mm-hmm. um, that that's a true test. It, it's not like it's not like Wisconsin got blown out. It's not like Wisconsin didn't have a chance to win that game right. against Penn State. Right. You know, it was, was it a boring defensive game? Yeah, it was. But yeah. Wisconsin shot themselves more in the foot than I would say Penn State won that game. Right. Uh, right. Um, then after that Wisconsin game, they got a, a another tough game against Cincinnati, who's ranked. Mm. Then they played Virginia Tech after that. If they play the same Virginia Tech, they play North Carolina. Um, that play North Carolina. That's that's a true mm-hmm. test. Then they got USC, who's ranked. Hopefully, right, that's USC, a rivalry game. That's a rivalry game. Hopefully, USC stays on the upper trajectory. That's a a, a true test. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe uh, then they got after that North Carolina. Maybe mm-hmm. that 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 game against Virginia Tech is just that 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 throwout game. Okay, that's. And we'll by see. that time, you know, depends on what North Carolina is doing throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And that may be a game that looks like a, a good game for strength for their strength and schedule. So, so if we go by that, that's one, two, three, four. That's at least five games that they can hang their hat on and say we play legit competition. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know they got Navy, Virginia, Georgia Tech, and Stanford on on the rest of the schedule, but Stanford looks like a boo boo. Who did they lose to? They lost to Kansas State. Kansas State. Well, Kansas State is a decent team, but. I need to guess to stick to the academics. So honestly, I kind of give Notre Dame credit for actually that's a that's a decent schedule to, to navigate through. Mm-hmm. Um so if if, if they if they go undefeated, to me that's a no-brainer that they meet the criteria. Yeah, they meet yeah. The to me that meet that that meets criteria of a playoff team. Right. You, you know, you're playing you know, at least five games, and now that now that we saw what they did against Florida State look like in the first game, of course. And here, here's another know. thing too um, about another team: Georgia goes into the uh, SEC championship and lose to Alabama. They're still gonna make the playoffs. I think so too, because they strength the schedule. And if they, oh, if yeah. they went out, they went if out. They went out. When they went out and get to the championship, play Alabama. Georgia looked good for the championship. So don't be don't, 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 don't be surprised if you see two SEC teams in the. In the, in the, the that, what's, messed, what's going to be messed up is that that's not going to help Clemson out. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Because they beat Clemson, so even if they lose, you got two one-loss teams. But you gonna, they're going to look at they're going to put their schedule together and say, well, Georgia has a better strength of schedule. They don't compare. You know, it doesn't match up. You know, so I think with that being said, it's like Clemson has a hard. They need a miracle. They need Georgia to lose two games. They need Alabama to lose two games. And I don't see it happening. You know, I mean, like I said, Georgia may be able to sneak one from Alabama to get their offense together. But even with that, Alabama's still making the playoffs. They're going to play Alabama again. You know what I'm saying? So anywhere it goes, it's, like, it's, it's going to be hard for Clemson. Wait a minute. Alabama and Georgia, to me, are, are, are to me, you know, I know it's earlier. I know Brandon's mm-hmm. to, to make the playoffs. 
Right. Uh, I said, let something happen, you know, COVID, oh, something like that. That's you the know, biggest thing. That's the biggest that's, that's thing, the only thing of this season. It might happen if a couple players on one of those teams get COVID, a couple key players get mm-hmm. COVID and they lose a game. I think personally, they should implement that as part of the strength of schedule. You know what I'm saying? What I mean by that, how they use strength of schedule as a criteria. <laughs> They should use COVID as a criteria. How did they play minus that player on COVID restriction? They uh, still play tight. I, I get what you're saying. So you're saying, you're if, saying? I lose, if I lose my starting court, quarterback. Right. And, and, and I still, still play still so, so tough. Well, yeah. they played on tough and lost. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to lose about, by like one possession or something. Yeah, like one that. possession yeah. or something like that. I still say they should be considering, okay, this, is a, this was COVID. You know? And that's something you can't count on. I know some people gonna say, well, "What about injury?" Because injury, they don't do that with injury. But this is COVID is unprecedented. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's just it's just unprecedented. highly unpredictable, unprecedented. Highly unpredictable. Because you look at it like this: injury, injury comes with the game. It's part of it. You know, it's, it's part, part of the game. It's gonna happen. happen. But you can lose a player just by in contact with somebody by accident, and they gotta mm-hmm. sit out. That's something you can't. That's something you couldn't help at all. That's something you, you know. That's something that you couldn't prevent at all. You know, injury. You know, injury happens from playing a game, but you didn't even get a chance to play the game to get injured <laughs> because you might have like went to the store or your boy came over and he didn't tell you he had COVID. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he exposed you to COVID. Now you got to sit out. So I don't know, man. COVID is unprecedented, man. I mean, I know it. I know people gonna compare it to injury and stuff like that and say, well, you know, what about injury? Da, da, da. But I don't know. COVID is unprecedented to me. Well, because my well, because my thing is, you have you already take into account that injuries are going to happen, right? You, you make sure that you know uh, the rest of your roster is deep and and capable enough to play, and mm-hmm. in case of injury to somebody. Higher on the depth chart, you right. you you mentally prepare yourself for that. Right, and I I know it's year two for most universities of trying to deal with this COVID, but you still have to, you know, it, it's it's a different process of uh, knowing that uh, you know I'm gonna have a game plan going in, and then all of a sudden I gotta scrap all that, all shit. that, right? I, I gotta throw it out and. Hell, it might happen like the day before you gotta go play. <laughs> crazy, man. You know I, just what? Like... What time do you got to prepare for some kind of new game plan to get right. ready for this team that you didn't work on? Probably most of these coaches work with these game plans months in advance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, weeks in advance. You know, maybe months is exaggerating, but I'm pretty sure there's coaches out there that might go months right. in advance <laughs> of game planning. But still. You, now you expected me to have an adequate game plan within hours because I just got the word that my quarterback just got the the bid and he right. can't play. They, that's a lot to ask for. You, <laughs> you can't, <laughs> and, and then expect you know uh, uh, premier uh, uh, results. Yeah. Right, man. But I, want, I forgot to shout out UCLA, man. Shout out UCLA. Oh, you right, Chip you Kelly. right. Got them boys out there playing, beating up on LSU. I was watching that game, and UCLA showed me that they can play bully ball. Mm-hmm. They were physical. 
He should have did that in Philadelphia. <coughs> well, he actually uh, uh, didn't do too bad in Philly. It was just when he went to San Francisco that just didn't work. He, oh, yeah. He, that, that, that was a money grab. Yeah. That San Francisco looked horrible. He looked really bad in San Francisco. But this is kind of what we were talking about earlier. It takes a minute for these coaches to to start get things moving in the right direction. Because right, right. I think this is what Chip Kelly's third or fourth year in UCLA. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gradually gotten better, gradually mm-hmm. got the recruits, gradually got his team healthy. You know what I'm saying? That was one of the things that he had. He, he was like, I had to, he's pretty much had to restructure that whole program. And he's, right. he's finally starting to get the, you know, fruit of his labors coming to him. It's starting to, starting to pay off. Now it makes me want to start watching them throughout the year and see what they do. You know, one thing I like, to, I like about college football, college sports in general, more, more along the points we're talking about football, I can, we can get we can get off of here, finish our sports show. And I can go watch a football game. It'd be a game on. Mm-hmm. It may not be like a big time game, like big name, but you can still watch some football. Tomorrow might be, you know, New Mexico State and Montana. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I know. I know. Later in the year, when it gets colder, for sure, they got Tuesday games. Wednesday yeah, games they got you know games throughout the All week. The time. <laughs> we always watching some kind of college. That's what I love about, you know, college football. Cause you can always get your fix, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Especially like when the season gets oh gets the rolling on. Yeah. And the one thing I see, one thing I like about watching those games, you can see those those gems that nobody really pay attention to. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see um, Trey Lance. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I saw my man. You know, he played for North Dakota. He was getting off. You know that kind of thing. You can you can see those. Those gems that only true fans of the sport will, will watch versus but, like everybody he, know everybody gonna know. Right you know here. what I love? You know what I huh? love when, right. especially especially when it starts getting deeper into fall and winter, is Mac Tuesdays, Mac Wednesdays when yeah. uh, um like Miami, Ohio, or yeah. Akron and. Yeah, and, and uh, Northern uh, Illinois, Northern Illinois. You know, when when it, when a Mid Atlantic Conference or Mid American Conference starts right. playing on mm-hmm. those Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and they be playing some Smash Mouth football. They be some here. good games. I mean, good games. Man, Rockford came out of Miami, Ohio. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, um, somebody else came out of Northern Illinois. I'm trying to think. Hey, hey, a lot of people don't oh, remember this, but uh, a lot of people don't remember this. But uh, Antonio Brown and JJ Watt were both uh, on Central Michigan. Yes, right. Before they went over to Wisconsin or or uh, where JJ did, uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember if Antonio Brown went anywhere else. But yeah, they were both at Central Michigan. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so the Mag produces some some players. Uh, Kareem oh, yeah. played at Toledo. Right, he played at Toledo. So he um, had some decent teams back in the day too. Yeah, they did. Uh, so I mean, you know, uh, um, but back to UCLA, I. I mean, maybe Oregon, USC might give them some competition in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, maybe. USC is always a rivalry game. Yeah. But, you know, they don't get up for that. Both teams don't get up for that. Um, I mean, Washington Washington State, they decent teams. They may give them a run for their money. You know, test them. Um, I haven't put up their schedule, but there's some teams that may give, give them a run for their money. But if they if they run the tables, they might be in a conversation just because they be LSU, LSU. They may be in the conversation for the playoffs. LSU got some work to do. 
Yeah, um, for sure. Oh, uh, you brought this up. I mean, I'm thinking about it. it just, I saw this. I don't know how true it was. I think I saw it on Facebook. But uh, Dion was talking about merging the swag with the Mac. Uh, with the, with the Miac. I mean the Miac. Thank you. Yeah, the swag yeah. with the Miac. Merging I, the two kids, a super conference, uh, HBCU. HBCU. I mean, why the hell? Why not? That'd be interesting to see. Well, and the reason why is because they're they're on FBS level. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you're talking about um, possibly building a a just a huge talent pool like an SEC. Why right. the hell not? Right. Because if that's what what Deion Sanders' true main goal is, is to start fil- filtering the the talent, but the talent from its original sources, mm-hmm. which most people don't want to, you know, I don't know, pay attention to, you know, the HBCUs back in the days were the schools. Right. And then when you started, you know, people started getting over, the, you know, they bigotry and, and mind, mind way that they was thinking. That's when they started recruiting. Come over that's when they started recruiting from the big school. EWI. Yeah. So right. that's, that's, that's when they start recruiting and, and getting them to play for the big schools. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think it would be dope. And, and right. just let's just look at just how HBCUs, on the grand scheme of things, this past weekend showed where they where they stand in the mm-hmm. college football land. You had uh, Jackson State and and Florida uh, uh, FAMU mm-hmm. had a national televised uh, time slot on Sunday. Right. Where it was pretty much focused on just them, mm-hmm. and then you go over to the NFL Network. You had Eddie George doing his head coaching debut with Tennessee, Tennessee State, State. Right. playing playing a, a, a big name in Grambling, who's one of the well known HBCUs, mm-hmm. right? And they had a good game, mm-hmm. and so HBCUs had their own spotlight this weekend, and right. it, it was great to see. I mean, it'd be good to see. If they can pull it off with um, bringing more well-known um, coaches down into that, to when you just turn it on, it's just Grambling playing, not HBCU. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which what, what I mean by that is that you you want to watch that as much as you want to watch Florida State play. Seeing as it's another university, it's just another university. I you know what I'm saying? You just want to watch them play, and that you can watch talented players play. Not looked as second chance you. Mm, I got you. You know what I'm saying? But this is actually talented people playing. And, and what I mean by that, because I don't want to make it sound like I'm slighting HBCUs, but I'm not. But it's always kind of looked at as, oh, that's second chance you. Mm-hmm. What it is. Your first people chance. Just, you know, first <laughs> chance I hear. This is why I actually chose to go. Not mm-hmm. I'm only here because Ohio State turned me down. I'm only here because Michigan said no or Alabama said no. But this is why I chose to go. I chose to go to Southern. I chose to go to FAMU. I chose to go to Jackson State. You know, that was my first choice. That's why I want to I want to be able to see what people are making that their first choice. Um, of course, of course, with Jackson State and Deion Sanders, we got a chance to see them in the spring. Mm-hmm. And and now they're back to their regular scheduling. Right. Um, you know, uh, he he did put his son in there, starting quarterback Shador Sanders. Mm-hmm. And he looked like he could flick the, flick the wrist. Um, mm-hmm. Need to clean up some of his uh, ball control and choices. 
right. uh, of, of you know ball placement, but mm-hmm. he, he can he can he could tote that rock. Right. So right. you can see the talents there. Mm-hmm. Um, both uh, FAMU and Jackson State defense both look like they they got some hell of a athletes on there. Right. Um, when it comes to Tennessee State and, and Eddie George, you know, just got to clean with those penalties, clean up those mm-hmm. turnovers. Uh, and and he might have something going down there, but right? And I, I give and I give I give Eddie George, you know, a little leeway since his first year. You know, you give him a little little leeway. Yeah, to a certain extent, but the the pressures and the expectations are going to be there regardless. Oh yeah, I mean, because it's Eddie George. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because he's Ohio name. State, but it's okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, I, you know, I really, you know, I know you, you're not a big fan of Ohio State, but. <laughs> Because of his name recognition, it, oh, yeah. it's going to be expectations, right? And you know, uh, and, and good thing. And uh, one thing I will say too about both Dion and Eddie George, they can bring that experience. That so I hate. I'm trying to really be careful with the words I'm saying because I want to make sense. I'm slighting HBCUs, but they can bring that. I play for Florida State, so I know how big time programs are. Or I play for Ohio State, so I know how it is. I can bring that to the HBCU and build. I mean, look, just look at their coaching and staff. And NFL experience. Look at their coaching staff. Right. Deion Sanders' coaching staff got coaches on there that got big-name uh, college experience mm-hmm. and, and NFL experience. Right. Same with Eddie George. He mm-hmm. had Hugh Jackson on the sideline as his offensive coordinator. Right. I mean, you got guys that got NFL coaching experience, NFL mm-hmm. experience, period. Right. They've been in those spots. Mm-hmm. So it, it it helps that you got high-profile names that have been in those positions that these young athletes are trying to achieve. It helps right. because you, you get, you're going to get the best of the best resources when it comes to help dealing with you know, certain different aspects of the games. It's not just necessarily the football part, right. but just to navigate the, the world part of being in that world and being on that, that kind of platform and being on that, that kind of stage, you know, and, and to uh, hit certain achievements that you're trying to get. Hey, look, I'm telling you, if they want to go to Bishop Sycamore, I'm going to go to Bishop Sycamore <laughs> right now. Right now. Look, you you get damn Ray Lewis and Terrell Owens on the coaching staff at Bishop Sycamore. I'm going. I'm gonna make up a profile. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm a five star recruit out of Missouri. <laughs> right. <laughs> Took some time off. He's fresh, ready to go. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, you can't as a, as a young man who loves football, right. and 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 you want to see yourself making it to that next level. I, I don't see why you, you why you wouldn't put any of these HBCUs that are trying to, you know, change the way that HBCUs are looked at. I don't see why you wouldn't put that on your list at least right. visit. I want to um, not to cut you off. I'm looking at statistics. I want to shout out to the listener we got on the radio station from Germany. It's good to see people in other countries listening to us. Shout out to the uh, to our listener we got over here in Germany listening to the sports station. Good looking. Yeah, love it, love it. Right, we, we out in Germany, big time. Out there in Germany, that's yeah. what's up. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the the sausage capital. <laughs> uh, pause. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hard 
home of the crowd. My home of the crowd. Not <laughs> <Back> worse. <laughs> uh, but look, give. I, I know that uh, you know it was only seven to six at the Jackson State, but there, there was still some some intrigue in that. You know, trying mm-hmm. to see who who was going to have the uh, um, you know last possession and make something happen. You know, there were plays that was made. Um, some uh, crazy turnover. Like, uh, fam, he was in their own territory. Guy fumbled, and right. the, the defensive guy was running, and then the running back snatched it out of his hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you see something like that, hey, they playing ball, you know. Right. It, it is what it is, you know. If, if you're going to if you're gonna um, hail Georgia Clemson for a 10-3 game and go, ooh, and ah, that was a great game, you better have that same energy for a 7-6 game. Right. Have the same energy. Because, I agree with you on that one. Because that would, and we, you, you pretty much looked at the same, almost same thing, a defensive battle, uh, not so much offense going on, plays made every now and then, have that same energy. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. You know, great, great these HBCUs on the same grade that you would at SEC, Big Ten, Pac-12, uh, right. Big, Big 12 game. Right. Because uh, there's talent down there. You can't deny it. It, it was, it was showcased. It. it was showcased all weekend. Right. Um, so uh, look, uh, we'll see what happens with Louisville and Ole Miss tonight. I don't know Ole Miss; uh, they're going to be without Lane Kiffin tonight. Yeah, I saw that. <coughs> Hope yeah. taking people out. Yeah, he had got he had got caught the COVID. Um, mm-hmm. He probably was in probably in that same spot that um, Robert Kraft was in. Caught COVID out of the dang on um, massage parlor, sir. Oh, electric. Sir. <laughs> we get to wrap it up for the game. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I, I know we 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 already kind of touched on it. So, Ole Miss is going to be without their head coach. There's right. going to be there's going to be some change in the game plan. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and this I, is I don't say this though, um, bro. I yeah. I think because and it's not the it's not the downplay coaching, but I would say. Because he coached them up prior to that game, it shouldn't be. It should be a difference. I hear you. A difference. Now, now, where coaching does come in, I will say this, is those real-time adjustments. Bingo. So what What if, what if Ole Miss gets in a situation where Lane Kiffin would probably call it a timeout here, but mm-hmm. the coach, the interim coach, who's going to be in place of him, does it? You know, right. what if he calls certain lane would probably call a certain sequence. Right. Or what can they do this though? I don't know. Maybe he can have an earpiece and say, Hey look, hey, look, look, bro. I need you to do such and such, such and such. I don't know how that goes. Yeah, I, I I would probably say not because, like, because uh, I, I don't I because you because Lane you don't said, know call a timeout. Well well because you don't know what Lane's looking at. You don't know if right. he's actually looking at the game, he might see something on the screen and you know, he'll call in and be like, hey, make this adjustment here and there. And, you know, they might look might at the cheap. van outside the car looking at Yeah. <laughs> you never know. I, I mean, look, <laughs> I don't know the rules on that. I'll probably yeah, I don't that they, they, I don't they, know how they, that kind of go down. He actually got to be like away and can't participate at all. I don't know. But, you know, look, when you when this is your first game, there's no training camp like we know with college. So, you know, you 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 might have a chance of losing certain you know uh, uh, ways of how the team flows because that's what your coach is there is to 
right. you know, gauge how the, the temperature of the room is. Make sure mm-hmm. my players are focused. Make sure right. that they're, you know, paying attention uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and and engaged on what's going on. I mean, we don't know how – of course, we, we can't find out for another couple of hours. Uh, game right. comes on at 7.30, 8 o'clock. So uh, it's, it's, it's going to see how prepared Lane got this team before the news drops Saturday. Right. This is going to be the telling of it all. Uh, How serious did they take their training camp? How prepared and focused they were? It it, it sucks because, (laughs) I mean, you know, you you lose that. That's that's the leader of the ship. You know what I'm saying? That that is that is that is the person that's supposed to set the the direction the ship is supposed to uh, roll into. So. it may play a huge part. It might not. It depends. You might let me say it on, you know, just common, just getting the team prepared. Um, I mean, I, I think the game plan is still probably going to be the same. I, I'm curious to see when they have to make adjustments. What, what is this game going to look at at halftime? Right, you know right. what I'm saying? If it's not according to how y'all planned it out or game plan, how are they going to make those adjustments? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, right, right. So I, be I interesting to see. Oh yeah, I think you lose that in that matter. But um, uh, we 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 talked enough college football, and and I, I wanted to talk about Major League Baseball, but I'm I'm gonna switch the gears on it um, because I saw some interest in it. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, a lot of Cam last week, mm-hmm. and just to put put the, uh, the last uh, nail in the coffin. Uh, reports saying that Matt Jones. Was helping Cam with the playbook. Wow. And I, I don't know if it's too much to read into it, but I don't read too much into it. And I tell you why I don't. Because if you really look at how the Patriots run uh, their offense, it's pretty similar to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to uh, try to establish the run first, similar mm-hmm. to Alabama. Um, they're going to try to, you know, uh, uh, win the trench war up front on the O line and defensive line, just like right. Alabama. Right. Um, and then when it comes to quarterback playing, you're looking for quarterbacks that are going to make quick decisions uh, and be accurate with the ball, just like they would in Alabama. Right. And so I don't look too much into this because Mac Jones just left Alabama. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet that Josh McDaniels has similar plays that Matt Jones just saw at Alabama. Probably same scheme, same, you know, run first, established run, dink and dunk, every now and then take the shot. He just right. ran that same offense in Alabama. Okay. And so it's not far-fetched to say, hey, you know, I know we're in the quarterback competition, but I want to see you do well, see myself do well. And if Cam's going to ask the questions, I'm going to give him an answer. Mm-hmm. So I just see it as that and just that. So I, I'm not going to put too much stock into that. Yeah, you see that, but how does Bill see that? How does see that? Hey, bro, you got the rookie here teaching you? You know what I'm saying? They might be looking at it like, if he's teaching you, do I need you for? Well, he ain't there. Got COVID problems too? Well, he ain't there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that might, they might look at it from that perspective. Like, well, if he teaching you, and, you know, I know you're going to, you may, you may 
potentially be a liability because of these new protocols. What I need you here for? No, they could be looking at that. The plot thickens. That, that, you know might, what I'm that might be another part of part of that equation that probably makes sense on why Bill made that decision. And it also looks good a feather in Mac Jones cap because like, well, he can come in and really catch on to this quick like that. And he, he knows he's in the competition and he's willing to still teach his competition the play playbook. That looks good. That looks good on him on both on both fronts. Yeah, that shows that it's about the team. It's about the team. You know what I'm saying? So that could play another part in why he made that decision. And what and what is big what is Bill big on? Team wins. He's big on wins, but he, he's that big on good. he's big on making sure that it's not about one guy. Right. Look, say what you want. Those 20 years, he never made it about Tom Brady. Mm-mm. He never did. Mm-mm. He made it about the Patriots. Right. Look, Matt Jones, he's starting to hit all the checklists that Bill looks for in the mm-hmm. leadership. Right. So now that you add this, another piece, another factor into that equation, it makes more sense on why you go ahead and let Cam go. Right. Look, we, it's easy. Of course, it's easy. We know it. Cam's going to be the better athlete. We get that. But Matt Jones fits that scheme a lot easier. He fits that scheme uh, more comfortable than Cam did. Right. You're talking about quarterback players, and I need you to make quick decisions, get the ball out, mm-hmm. make the right reads, and that's one of Cam's biggest downfalls. Right. So it, it's, starting, it's starting to make more and more sense on why that move was made. So um, – but uh, a quick note before we get off, uh, uh, you Cowboys fans, uh, you're going to be without uh, your starting guard, uh, Zach Martin. He caught the COVID. Be debate about to eat. Boy. So I, I, just, I got the Bucks defense on my fantasy team. So, uh, uh, but look, uh, Thursday, look. On a beer. <laughs> so Thursday, of course, kicks off the NFL season. You got Cowboys, Buccaneers. And Thursday is the start of our IOW pick of week one. Again, I have the belt on the way. I'm waiting for them to give me the confirmation that the belt is on the way. So uh, those who are, are, are avid fans of the IOW Sports Show, hop mm-hmm. in the comments, give in your picks for week one. We'll even ship it to Germany. Yeah, stay, stay consistent with your picks. I'll keep tabs. And at the end of the year, whoever is the NFL football pick them champ that belt will get sent to you until then it'll stay around my ways because i am the reigning defending undisputed pick them champion <laughs> 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 so we'll start that on thursday for sure um but look hey great show big bro right right great holiday great show. show yeah great holiday show i hope <laughs> everybody uh, enjoys your your labor day uh because right. y'all just gotta go back to work tomorrow so enjoy it <laughs> But look, it's a, it's a quarantine man over there. No, 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 I'm good. I, I already took another test. I'm negative uh-huh. again, so I'm going to take my ass in to work tomorrow. So oh, okay. I got to yeah, I gotta find more to get my ass to bed tonight. Bro, I've been staying up <laughs> lately. <laughs> For real, I was staying up like 4, 5 in the morning because I ain't had shit to do. Yeah, I ain't had shit to do. But look, 
Uh, it's been real, folks. Uh, please, please go to our YouTube page, like, right. share, subscribe. Of right. course, the website, www.ioffthe119.com. Go check that out. Donate to the Patreon if you're feeling real generous. Go cop mm -hmm. the merch. Get and the then merch. most importantly, go on over to your respective app stores. Go get that app, that IOW Network app. Go on over to uh, the Google Play Store for you, Android. Right. And uh, Google using, going over to the Apple Store for you, Apple iOS. I'm telling you, it's dope. But, dope. yeah, come join us again Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we start our NFL Pick'em Week. God willing, we will see y'all Thursday. While Omar mm -hmm. signing off, Detroit right, Mel signing off. <laughs> Page, y'all. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. He's hearing all these stories about niggas going to jail. Dying about these motherfucking hoes. You know what I'm talking about? Yo, hope fellas ain't no problem. Don't hate the game, cause that ain't gonna solve them.